to another episode of the March of Max Minute. As always, I'm glad that you've joined me today. Thank you. I want to take a minute to thank my editor extraordinaire, Nova Savador. Thank you for your great work and looking forward to a great 2024. Let's get back to it. Today is the third installment of 10 cost reduction strategies that you can use regardless of what your business is. And frankly, a lot of these you can use even in your personal life. Today, we're going to talk about supply chain optimization. With this particular topic, there is a lot of overlap into some of the lean manufacturing principles that we covered in the first installment of this particular series on these 10 cost reduction strategies. So rather than repeat those, I'm going to take a little bit different approach to supply chain optimization. Again, remember these are at a high level in the short version of the Margin Max Minute. We will not be doing a deep dive on any of these topics. If you want some more advice or you need some help, feel free to contact me at fitprofessional1.com and just request a no-charge consultation. We'll get to work and we'll save you some money so you can improve your margins in 2024. The first technique I want to talk about, again, kind of a classic industrial engineering approach, and it has to do with process mapping. You can do so much good to your processes if you simply take the time to lay them out in some kind of visual schematic. You can look up flow charting, you can look up process mapping, you can look up facilities layout. There's all kinds of different approaches to this. One that's very simple and cost effective is to simply get your employees or you, if you're a sole proprietor, taking some time to create a training module that doubles as your procedures. I'm going to have a lot more on this in future versions of the Fit Professional One media offerings with regard to discretionary time management and optimizing employee work. What we want to do is we can use simply something like PowerPoint and start to describe what one particular process does. You want to do this by breaking it down into manageable parts. And the tip is more parts is better than fewer. It might not seem that way. You might think, oh my God, that means I have to do another procedure. But what you want to do is really compartmentalize these because it facilitates improvement. It facilitates delegation. It facilitates out sourcing, which are all ways that we can improve and lower our costs with process mapping. Moving on to another technique, it's simply the concept of networking in an industry with professionals. Go to the professional events and inquire about supply chain challenges and what those people are doing about them. You'll be surprised at what you can pick off, what you can learn, and frankly, some of the mistakes you can avoid by talking to other professionals that have taken some time to really dive into this and optimize their supply chain. Another one, which probably is obvious, but it's worth talking about, that is to go and approach your vendors. Sometimes these are negotiations, but I want to introduce you to a recent podcast that I did with Jeff Tool in Mastering the Complex Sale. I invite you to get the audio version and listen to the story told by a Shell Oil executive where the particular suppliers in the parent company at Shell take the time to really understand each other to a mutual benefit plan. So it might be actually problem solving and collaborating rather than pound the best possible buyout of your vendor. After all, your vendor's got to be profitable, especially if they're working for you so that they can be there in the next 
business cycle, the next business period to offer, again, the products and services that help you ultimately take care of your client. So the idea of negotiation might be replaced with the idea of diagnostic problem solving to figure out how both companies benefit. And I tell you what, one thing that you typically can knock out of that is sales cost. If you can set up a longer term contract with some of your vendors and just be able to count on seamlessly communicating needs back and forth, you're going to gain so many different efficiencies and the vendor is going to gain a more durable customer, which has great value that is going to help you both move forward into a profitable 2024. And the last one I want to talk about today is the concept of an automation plan. We're hearing so much about artificial intelligence. Some of us are diving into that and learning about machine learning. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you really pay attention, what you want to do is think about automation first. Automation might take different forms. It doesn't mean you need artificial intelligence out of the box. It might be simply getting some computer programmers in to facilitate various forms or procedures or communications in ways that can take place in your company. There are a plethora of vendors out there dying to sell you enterprise systems that will cover everything from your general ledger to your manufacturing process, report measures, and all that kind of thing. This can help internal processes set up to streamline better with vendors too. Some of the advice in your automation plan is to go ahead and approach your vendors first and consider how you should change your automation plan going forward to facilitate good relationships with your vendors to get the gains in terms of longer term deals that you might be able to do with those particular people and organizations. Okay, well, I hope this has helped. So the next time we're going to get into the fourth tip in cost reduction strategies, process automation. So I look forward to talking to you again next week. Until then, it's time to get to work.